Move by Mamma Mia is the exercise app for anybody, anywhere. And in case you missed it, we dropped a brand new stretching collection that can be used to improve mobility and bookend your favourite sweat sessions. Mamma Mia subscribers get unlimited access to Move and we drop new workouts every single week. If you're on the hunt for movement that makes you feel good, head to move.mamamia.com.au and use the code MOVE10 to get $10 off a yearly subscription. You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of land and waters that this podcast is recorded on. Hello, hello, and welcome to You Beauty. My name is Shazzy Hunt, and on today's Ask an Expert episode, I want to get to the bottom of hair oiling. Now, maybe you've heard of this hair care practice, or maybe you even know someone that does it regularly and swears by it. Today, I want to glean a better understanding of what exactly hair oiling is, who it's for, and how it can potentially help your hair. Joining us today is Rumbi Mitsua, a hair expert and founder of Sydney Salon, Rumbi & Co. Rumbi, welcome back to the UBD podcast. Thank you for having me, Shazzy. Hair oiling. What is this practice and where did it come from? Hair oiling is pretty much just the application of oils on hair and scalp. It pretty much has to address either hair loss, hair growth, hair breakage, frizz, people wanting their hair to grow faster, and then hair dryness, scalp flakiness or dryness, and repairing of damage. So usually this is when people are going in and want to have a solution for any of those above mentioned issues. I have actually seen a lot of evidence of this being practiced in a lot of Ayurvedic medicine. So within Southeast Asian and, and, and generally Asian cultures, Afro cultures as well, it's really big to remedy scalp issues, dryness, and also because like most Afro hair is dull or does not secrete as many natural oils as the looser textured haired people. I did want to know what hair types or people are best suited to hair oiling. While I understand the practice, it's not one that I observe particularly. There's reasons around that and more when it comes to product formulation. And if you get the right types of formulations, then you don't have to go in with that extra step of hair oiling. Anyone who does observe that can do it. It could be wavy hair, it could be curly, it could be afro, it could be straight. That being said, you need to understand why you're doing it more than anything. It's not so much about your hair type. What is it that you're trying to achieve? So if it is minimizing frizz and that's the reason you're doing it, then you need to find an oil that is going to help with minimizing frizz because not all oils are going to do the same. All of them have very different properties. So it's just understanding what are you trying to achieve? What is the right oil? Are there different kinds of oils you can use? Yes, there are definitely different types of oils you can use. Oils that have a lot of lipids, a lot of fatty acids, a lot of mineral oils. And so, again, it really does go down to, from a scientific perspective, what are you trying to achieve? What is it that my hair actually needs? And if you've got hair professionals that can help you with that, then great. Or you look into the brand, what is it that they're saying that that oil actually does? When you're satisfied with those descriptions of what it is that they say the oil addresses, then you can grab the oil. However, 
I wouldn't just be going in and grabbing a whole bunch of oils off of the counter, off of a shelf somewhere, and then just applying them onto my scalp. There's so many factors to be considered, like the pH of your scalp, for example. So our body secretes a specific oil that nourishes our scalp. And so you want to make sure that whatever you're putting on your scalp then does not impact your own sebum, which can then start causing things like inflammation. Inflammation can then mean dandruff. It gets really complicated when you start looking at it. So that's why I'm always like, don't formulate on your own, just go and get something that has already been formulated that can help you to be able to achieve what it is that you want. So say you've found this dream perfect oil for your scalp, you've consulted with your professional, everyone's happy. How do you apply it? How do you do hair oiling? This could be dependent on the product in itself. So it's probably best to actually look at the directions of use with each product. However, generally, if you're going to be oiling your scalp, I always say like a really thin film, you can use your finger to just go through and smear on the oil, just right down your scalp. Make sure it's not large amounts. You just want it to be a very thin film that can absorb into your scalp. You generally never want a oil that is going to sit over your scalp. One where maybe like even minutes to even like an hour after you've applied it, you can still feel. That's not a good sign. It has to absorb into your hair and into to your scalp. But then for people who are oiling, and again, it goes back to why are you oiling? And some people tend to do it as a pre-treatment before you shampoo. So some people do it overnight. Some people are doing it like a couple hours before you're shampooing. So if you're then doing that, again, a thin film, don't go and like dunk your hair in this oil. You know, I don't think it's necessary. But then also again, Oils can have silicones in them. Oils can deposit thin films over the hair. And then that can actually impact your hair's absorption of other product. I don't know that I can specifically say that I'm, I'm a massive fan of hair oiling or scalp oiling as opposed to being able to have oils in specific products. I love oils, but I love them within the context of what I'm using them for. So if I'm going to use it for a conditioner or a leave-in conditioner, then I know that those oils are designed to actually penetrate into the hair and go in and start conditioning the hair in the core. I'm more of a fan of having oils incorporated in your product rather than individually. If you have applied the oil either to the scalp or through the hair, how do you then incorporate the rest of your hair care routine? Should you still be washing it afterwards or is the oil meant to just sit there? How does it work? Look, you would have to. And the thing to just consider is, okay, so you're going to apply it. If you apply it, you're going to leave it on for however long you're going to leave it on for. And yes, it is a conditioning agent. So yes, it is going to help. If, for example, you're curly haired, so... I would stay clear of using an oil first because if it creates the film, think of basic science, water and oil do not mix. So if I have curly hair and I want hydration or very dry hair and I just want hydration, then if I've already put the oil over the top, how is the water going to go into my hair? So those are things that you actually need to work out. Like, why am I doing this? So I would actually then say, well, 
you wouldn't go in and oil your hair first. You would actually do whatever it is you need to do. So shampoo, condition, style, and then you can put an oil or serum over the top once your hair is fully dry, because then all the moisture has gone in. And then you put this film over the top that helps to retain moisture. So that way I can see where oiling can come into play and it could actually really be beneficial for the individual. Every episode of UBD includes a myth, and we kind of covered this one, but just checking, applying too much oil interferes with the scalp's natural oil production. True or false? It can definitely impact. When you apply the oils, it can clog your scalp, should I put it that way, right? Because some oils do absorb into your hair and into your scalp well, but it can actually clog your scalp. So yes, it can definitely interfere with everything else, homeostasis, like a balance of what's happening on your scalp. So just be mindful. And if you are doing hair oiling, how frequently should you be thinking about doing it? Once a week or once a month for some people. And it's going to be dependent again on what are you trying to solve? One more question before we finish. If you are not sold on hair oiling today, but you do want oils in your hair care routine, where are the best places to use them? What kind of products? For me specifically, particularly, but not exclusively for curly hair, we love like, say for example, your jojoba oils, your sunflower oils, your moringa oils, even glycerin, really light oils that go into your hair not just sitting on the outside. For me, I don't ever have to use an oil because all of our products are formulated to create balance. And in there, there are oils that are incorporated. And so when you're done, you should see your hair very shiny, very hydrated and no frizz and all the good things that we we always want in our hair. So yeah, so just be more mindful about that so you can be able to achieve what it is that you want and actually not regress on what your hair goals actually are. Roomby, amazing. Thank you for joining us to clue us in on all things hair oiling. You're so welcome. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for tuning in today. I'm Shazzy Hunt. Our show producer is Michaela Floriano and audio production is by Leah Porges. And as always, you beauty will be back in your ears with a new episode tomorrow. Bye.